Hello there, my name is Sodakite and welcome to Slash Me. Slash Me is a podcast created by me, Sodakite, for you, the listener. No ads today. Sorry! The topic for today's episode is dreams. If you were to look online for a dream interpreter, it would cost anywhere upwards of $125. So instead of giving my soul for a vague consultation that is probably a scam, we're going to discuss the most interesting dream I've had. But Soda, we don't care about your dreams. That may be true. So, to make it more interesting, I'm going to tell this dream in third person, like a badly written story. So sit back, get some snacks, and prepare for the most horrible plotline you've ever heard. Once upon a time in a suburban neighborhood far away, there lived a 16-year-old wannabe scene kid named Ophelia. Ophelia was walking down a long stretch of road, getting some much-needed sunlight, when she noticed someone new moving into the house on the corner. The man was sitting on a long couch that was facing his home, no doubt admiring the low cost of housing in southern cities with less than a 2k population. Ophelia suddenly realized that the man in front of her was Marilyn Manson. She wanted to get his attention, but in a subtle way that would not be a bother. So she opened the milk duds in her hand and threw them at him. Marilyn, with the demeanor of the girl from the ring, turned his head all the way around, while still facing the house, to look at her. Marilyn stands suddenly and Ophelia forgets the scary moment they just had. Excited for the new budding friendship, Marilyn approaches her and says, with eyes as vast as an impound lot in LA, Hey. Do you want to come to my haunted house? Ophelia pauses. Yes, she does want to go to Marilyn's haunted house. She didn't know anything about Marilyn Manson, but she was vaguely aware of his fame and assumed his haunted house would be all the rage. After a moment of reflection, she accepted under one condition. You have to introduce yourself to my parents first. They walk back to her home. Ophelia pauses when she gets to the door, afraid that Marilyn will make a bad first impression and she'll spend another night doing algebra homework. But she finally gathers her courage and opens the door. She steps inside and her new neighbor is a short distance behind her. As he steps through the threshold, Marilyn Manson starts gradually turning into a dinosaur. Ophelia is shocked. If Mr. Manson is a dinosaur, surely her parents won't let her go to his haunted house. Marilyn, stop, she says with watery eyes. If you keep turning into a dinosaur, my parents won't let me go. Marilyn, as if he hadn't even noticed the change, apologized and agreed to keep his dream of being a character in Animorphs on the back burner. He meets with Ophelia's parents and things go better than anticipated. They agree to let her go. She's brimming with excitement. The two of them leave immediately. Marilyn, with all his importance, gets on his own private jet to go alone and offers Ophelia another one of his many jets. She boards the plane and is high in the air and high on the idea of being away from home and on a trip to a haunted house. But then, the engine starts to rumble while in the air. The plane shakes and nosedives. Below, in the middle of the United States of America, is a large stretch of uninhabited jungle terrain. The plane falls and it crash lands into the jungle. Ophelia crawls from the plane and is the only survivor. And, being the invincible main character in this plotline, survived without a scratch. From there, her life continues to spiral. She has to survive the harsh climate of the jungle and avoid getting eaten by whatever creature lurks in the humid shadows. Finally, after much toil, she makes it out of the jungle. She heads back to the airport, desperate to make it to the haunted house after many days of inconvenience. The next plane is already waiting for her. This plane crash lands in the desert. The next one, a wintry tundra. 
The next, the mountains. Her bad luck seems infinite. Or if you're an optimist, good luck. Because she had survived so many plane crashes. Finally, when hope is almost lost, a plane lands safely at Marilyn Manson's haunted house. Thank God for that. Marilyn Manson was waiting for her in the concrete front yard of the haunted house. It was a large one-story estate that seemed to span on for miles and was coated with mold that was surely a health violation. He had brought along a few members of his posse to join them. Ophelia goes to step inside when a clown, who had been waiting beside the front door unknowingly, tries to slash her Achilles heel. He barely missed. His knife hit the small step up and seemed to go in slow motion. It's really no wonder it didn't hit the mark, but Ophelia was already shaken. Once the others made their way inside, she pulled Marilyn aside. Marilyn, this haunted house is clearly haunted for real. We should leave. Marilyn no longer had his chipper demeanor as the new neighbor, likely from having to wait for many weeks for Ophelia to show up, and instead was cold and distant. You're wrong, Ophelia, he said, with the angst of a teenage boy. I don't believe you. You're just trying to ruin our good time. With that, Marilyn Manton and his group of goons take off and Ophelia is left alone. She decides to leave them to their fate and only care about herself. She runs through the haunted house, which only gets more and more threatening. Finally, she finds a safe room. She stepped into the bathroom and wondered if she was ever going to make it out alive. It's likely she won't, that she'll die in Marilyn Manson's actually haunted haunted house. Suddenly, she noticed that the walls don't touch the floor. There's a large gap that she can just barely fit under. How convenient! She squeezes underneath the door, brushes the dust off from her scene kid clothing, and realizes that she's standing in a long line of people now. She tapped the shoulder of the person in front of her to see what's going on. They turn around, and, as fate would have it, it was a friend she made at a softball game many years ago. Happy with this realization, she caught up with her old friend. They laughed about good times and the bad and softballs, and the world around them just seemed to melt away. Finally, Ophelia took it upon herself to take her surroundings seriously. The long line of people leads to a single door. Each person in line goes through that door and shuts it behind them. The next person in line waits a few moments and then steps through the door themselves also closing it behind them. No one knows what's on the other side. She says goodbye to her friend as they step through. Ophelia reflected for a moment on Marilyn Manson and wondered if he had survived his own haunted house or if this had been his plan all along. It was finally her turn. She took a deep breath and stepped through the door. Immediately, she was on a conveyor belt. It was moving quickly. She tried to step back, but it was going too fast. It was out of control. She was trembling. Her heart pounded in her chest. The conveyor belt led to a large pit in the ground. She stumbled and tried to keep her balance. Finally, she reached the edge of the conveyor belt. At the bottom of the pit, surrounded by complete darkness and a whole lot of dirt, was no one other than Medusa herself. Her face was contorted into a silent scream, and the snakes in her hair flailed wildly about. She was laying flat on the bottom, as if gonna swallow the incoming human whole. She had to think fast. Ophelia looked around and noticed that next to her was a small white picket fence, followed by a long stretch of peaceful, grassy valley. Ophelia regained her balance and leapt over the white picket fence. She was finally free. She set off to a run into the distance, safe at last. All her trials and tribulations were finally over, and never again would she set foot inside Marilyn Manson's actually haunted house, and hopefully not make awkward eye contact from down the street in the future, now that he was her neighbor. The End You know, I heard dreams exist to help the brain process memories and store them. So brain, if you're listening, what the frick? Follow slash me on Twitter at slash me podcast if you want to be notified when the next episode goes live.
Also, let me know if you want to hear more stories like this in the future. Or just tweet at me topics that you'd like me to cover. Thank you so much for listening, and see you next time.